That was pretty cool. You just threw the pillow off like you didn't give a shit. It's just gone now. Yeah, I don't think I gave a shit. I'm like an, a Daniel. Let me ask you this, Charles. Did you like uh, Steven Soderbergh's 2001 heist classic, Ocean's Eleven? <laughs> Is that what we're starting the episode? If there's I no, there's it? no need to be clever and self-referential. Like That's obviously what's happening. Did you like, in 2001, when Steven Soderbergh released the film, did, did you like it then? Do you like it now? Just oh, tell the people the truth. God, this is a really scary way to tell start. Tell the people the truth. I didn't see it when it first came out. Okay. How about now? <laughs> I liked it. Oh, good. Well, that's the show. We have a Patreon as well. Why won't it end? You can find that online relatively easily. This is under a minute. We, what are you doing? We're just in and out. I'm just wondering if you liked the movie. And then we're going to go have dinner? Well, you haven't made dinner yet, so I, no. I could just sort of kibitz on mic for a little bit and read stuff from my phone while you get dinner going. You're What's on did, the menu tonight? You already did that. Uh, basil. Basil. Tofu. Okay. Noodles. That sounds great. Uh, I was worried that we just have like bunches of fresh basil and you'd be like, I am now not just a raw vegan, but a, an herbaceous raw vegan. I went to Big Y. And Don't boast. I hunted all around because, you know, I feel like in the modern era, we're all sort of hunters in the grocery store. I'm interested you chose that that verbiage given your, uh, you know, veganism. Well, you can hunt. You How hunt. does a vegan hunt? You hunt in the tr- trees for a, a plum. That's true. You hunt. Let me ask you this. Where are you that these plums are so dang hard to find? Uh, I don't know. I'm a modern man. Okay. You hunt uh, in the dirt for, say, a pea sprout or something. Okay. Fair enough. I don't know. I just... Go to the grocers and I imagine myself wearing a, uh, I was going to say an animal skin, but, hmm. Yeah, that wouldn't square with the other thing, the yeah. veganism. Naked? I don't think Should I go like, to big, I can tell you this, big Y will not let you in naked. Huh. I, I don't know. So I, I went and hunted all around doing my thing and I couldn't find basil anywhere. And I had to resort to asking the man. Have you? Do you feel comfortable doing that at a grocery yes, store? Yes, you, you. It's just a time. It's look. I feel like I've had this conversation with multiple people today. But really, yeah. yeah Occam's razor. Here's the thing. The simplest way is the best way. You go to a bookstore. That's this is the problem. Though. You go to a bookstore. There's a counter. You go to the counter. You ask them where the book is. Piece of cake. Wait. Let's play that out. Okay. <laughs> Creak. Oh, that's right, because I'm a man of books, as you can see. No, 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 I'm the books, you're coming in. You're, I'm, right, at right, the, right. I'm at the counter. So. Yeah, but you're the counter man. Anyone can be the counter man. The man who goes into the story is the man of books. Okay, well, fine, you're the man of books, so creak. So I'll clop, 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 go to the fiction section, poke around a little bit, maybe see if there's any short story. Ooh, especially if they have a downstairs bargain bin of used books. That's where my first place I go. But then, couldn't find anything. I'm looking for Okay, a Charles, just pausing this. I'm in character already. So you, you you need to maybe get into the scene with me. I feel a little. So what, I don't right talk now. though while I'm hunting around by myself. You, but part of the it's a <laughs> okay. It's an okay, audio I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Hmm. Yeah, looking I got for it. That That's good. Bargain basement. That sort of thing. Okay. Okay. Mm. So let's start <sighs> again. Creak. Thump 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 thump. That way, that was me. You doing my sound effects? Do you want to do it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll start again and go. <laughs> Oh, man, it smells so good. And one of my favorite things in life is smelling a book. You didn't open the door. <laughs> I thought you did that already for no, me. No, no, I said, oh. I, I asked, you made it clear that you wanted to do the sound effects. 
I want to do my own walking sound effects. But okay. You can do like the general. Okay, so I'll, I'll do the door. You walk in, and then we'll take it from there. Okay? Yeah, and you can do any background chatter because it might be okay. a loud bookstore. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe there's music playing in the background. Oh, there's got to okay, be music yeah. playing. Okay, okay, one sec. I look at the ambience just right. Okay. When so. I used to work at a bookstore, I I'm surprised they let me choose the music as often as they did. All right, I got this. Is okay. Here. Creak. <laughs> is good can we start over i laugh oh, yeah, sure, sure, it's sure, funny yeah, yeah. yeah. creak i'm wearing sandals ah, it always smells so good in a bookstore mm, like dust and thoughts mm, i'm a man of books i'll call myself sorry are you are you okay um, just, no this is what i do i go to the bookstore okay i'm a man of books don't you know well you just seem like you were talking i'm just trying to do you need help finding something? Uh, not immediately, but okay. You're gonna I'll be, go back to doing what I was doing then. But you'll be behind the counter in I'm, case. That's where I am now because you're the book man. I, this is my story. I'm a man of books, but you are the book man. I, okay, I don't really. It, it doesn't need to be that binary. I, in a way, I'm also. No, a man it of does. Books. Okay. Well, have you? Pre- I, mean, I own a store full of books. Right, but th- you could just you know. I'm not. Never mind. I'm sure you're a good man. I'm not trying to be confrontational. I Me swear. Neither. I'm, look, I'm just a man of books. Small businesses. Yeah. And so I'm just happy you're here. Thank you. So I'll let you get back to doing whatever you were doing, which again was weird. But I'll just what be was over weird. You. You're well, saying, you, you were just you, said you didn't want to be non-confrontational, you into but you're calling me weird. And took a big sniff and said, "I just like smelling books. I'm a man of books." That was strange to me. I'm sorry. No one does. Well, that. obviously, you've never actually seen a man of books. I work in a fucking bookstore. If you've never seen a man walk into a bookstore, take a big whiff and say, "I love the smell of books," then I don't. I can't. I can't help you. I'm not. You don't need to help me, man. I'm at work. I'm trying to help you. You know I'm, what? I'm going fuck back. Fuck you! I'm okay. out of here. This Get the fuck dark. out. Suck. Get the fuck out. Greek. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. I don't know what it's like for the listening audience, but I was taken somewhere by that. Yeah, to the bookstore. I felt like I was in the bookstore. Yeah. There's there are books right over there. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Listen, I don't mean to. We're, we've made so much progress on our Ocean's Eleven episode. I don't mean to, d- to derail that, uh, but I'm just noticing for the first time, Charles. We're, we, so we we record in Charles's office in his basement, yeah. and in that office there is, I mean, calling it a book case fails. I think to really capture the grandeur of what I'm seeing. There's leather bound books. There, I don't. I you keep saying there are leather. Which one is leather bound? Many books by Tom Robbins and there, Chuck Palahniuk. There's just hardcover books. And look, it's the three body problem, which Barack Obama liked. Yeah, Nick listens to the show. He gave me the book. I tried leading reading it. I couldn't finish it. Yeah, maybe I'll try it again. My brother loved it, and I, I suspect it's because it uh, felt very Asimovy, just like. People who More like are... Asimovy. <laughs> yeah, you made that joke the last time, I think. Yeah, on the Patreon, which listeners will have to subscribe to to hear when I said Asimov. Charles, hello and welcome to When Will It End? It's the movie podcast. We watch the movies. We start with the first movie in a series and build out from there to see how this franchise friggin' is it good? Mm. Or is it not? Mm, so glad you asked. Remember what I used to really hate when you said that? Is they like, good? Yeah, I used to be like, oh, we never asked. We never tell you is they good well i think people can infer from our attitude about something right and i should mention uh for the oceans 11 episode we are both wearing full tuxedos Mm. because we said we got to show up to this one dressed to kill 
They didn't kill anyone. No death. Yeah, zero deaths. No. Yeah. They should have. <laughs> That'd be so fucking That's sick. Imagine if Michael Bay made Ocean's Eleven and just like it's an just like an orgy of violence in the casino, just like women uh, screaming and poker chips flying everywhere. Yeah, but here's the thing: is he doesn't actually kill people anymore. Yeah, you gotta get. Come on, look at me. I saw nice. ambulance. Not a single. I guess maybe the main character died. I don't even remember. But like, he just kills cars now. Empty cars. We assume there are bodies in them because they're driving around, but you don't actually see anyone die in Michael Bay movies anymore. He might grow up, kill some people again. Yeah, kill some cops again. Be a man. Yeah. So, Charles, uh, I love Ocean's Eleven. Mm -hmm. It's a movie I love. Yeah. It's a movie that I found. I realized I went back to watch this on... I'm not going to plug the cable provider that offers it. Yeah, you don't have to do that. uh, Their special streaming thing. I had watched this not long ago and just forgot that I'd watched it and was so entertained by watching it again. I don't know. It's just like, it's like going to Veracruzana in beautiful Amherst, Massachusetts and saying, I'll have a bean and cheese burrito, please. Hold the cheese, add guac Mm. and, and a basket of chips and my favorite salsas. And I know exactly how that burrito is going to hit. So you, you watched it when it came out? Oh, for sure. This was a movie as I watched in middle school a shit ton. I doubt I saw it in theaters at 11, but my dad, like many boomers, remembers the Rat Pack being a lot cooler than they were. Yeah. So like he was like thrilled that this that what? this movie he had liked was remade. I don't get... So the Rat Pack existed before... Twitter. Te- television. Oh, yeah. Before like... Twitter... How did people know how cool they were? Imagine those guys on Twitter. Like, did you just have to see them in live rat packing around? Or no, like, they were they they're in the newspaper. Movies, you dipshit. Yeah, they had televisions. What do you mean they didn't have TVs in the fifties and sixties? It's fucking. It was so. They're so old, man. These old. Th- yeah, things dudes. in the past are old. But like, no one. All the TVs are just. They like, were cool. They were. They were raconteurs, bon vivants, men about town. They like to uh, have enough, maybe a few too many drinks, and probably having sex with each other. You think so? I don't know. They they spend a lot of time together. I just, I don't know if you could really gather how cool people were in the fifties. That makes no sense to me. You're just saying something. You're just saying a, a, a typically Charles thing where you haven't thought about it for a second. Well, how would you know? Because. You read, like an article, you read an article. You read an article, and I don't know. They were know. in movies and television. Things that you were claiming don't exist. I I wasn't alive then, so I can't say for sure. Yeah, we can't verify for certain. Because look, uh, Elon Musk is right. Uh, simulation th- theory is real. So you know, uh, I guess invest in crypto would be the takeaway. Oh, and by the way, uh, I just uh, we should talk to the listeners. Um, <laughs> we should. We should. Yeah. Uh, Versecoin has been impacted by the recent downfall of the crypto market, but we're telling you to stand strong because new markets can be volatile. And if some of our listeners have invested, as I understand it, considerable assets into Versecoin, which we have promoted as being the future of money, um, mm-hmm. and we maintain that. Yeah, we we're not going anywhere. No, we with are that not statement. going anywhere. We can't say it for. Coin is going somewhere. Well, coins go places. I think no one's ever said coins don't go places. No. But if you're listening and you're scared because, oh, a few crybabies think that a verse coin is uh, some kind of weird. Here's what I'm going to recommend. You're all, uh, I think it's apes, right? You're doing an NFTs thing here? No, no. Apes are the game stonk. What? 
That's like the Reddit group. Uh, oh, you're thinking of Wall in, Street uh, in fucking in uh, in in Starship Troopers. He goes, yeah. "Come on, you apes! Right? You want to invest in cryptocurrency? Yeah, that's what the game stonk. I like this stonk. What thing. if we hired Michael Ironside? I like a stonk to do our ads. He's like, "Come on, you apes! Invest in Versecoin." That is he alive? I think he's dead. I don't Fuck. know. I feel like that was disrespectful. We could just CGI it. You think so? I don't I mean, know. I couldn't. I have no idea how it works. One sec. I know it's sort of silly of me. I sort of call. Well, I hold, hate... hold on. Just sorry. Is Michael Ironsides dead? Why are you screaming? I'm talking to the phone. Oh, you need to scream at your phone. No, he's alive. Thank you, phone. Oh, so we could get him. We could get him. We could snare him. You like think he's on cameo? Ty- one sec. Hold on. <laughs> That'd be a funny use of. Is cameo. Michael Ironsides on cameo? You just fucking ruined it. You ruined it. How did I ruin it? Well, because it said something else. Oh, no, he, so that's an, I got an AMA from 20... Michael Ian Black, he's on Cameo. Really? It's no Michael Ironsides, but it's a guy named it's Michael. It's very close. Yeah. Do you think he Pretty would close. do reverse coin? I don't know. I think it's Cameo. I think they have to. Do you hear that? There's a storm brewing there's outside. A, there's a storm brewing. Storm coming. Storm mm-hmm. here. <laughs> is that the famous line from Terminator to Terminator. Storm here. Storm. <laughs> Who is that? It was coming before, but now it's here. Wait, is that that's it's the, the kindly first mean fisherman who's there in that Los Angeles? That sounds pretty good. Storm there. <laughs> I am. I'm here for a furry convention. The Mainer. Yeah. I'm a I'm a lobsterman by day and a furry by night. Would he be a lobster furry? I think that's a little on the nose. But maybe he lives for the thrill of being hunted. That's possible. But I think maybe he wants to, I'm not going to presume anything, but like step outside of his comfort zone and not be just a lobster day and night. Allison's calling me, but I'm going to text her. That's how I'm going to handle this one. Do you want me just to remember where this is and you're going to edit this out or do you just keep? Yeah. Hey, Allie, what's up? We're doing the podcast. So Michael Ironsides, maybe not on the table. I don't know how to get in touch with him. We could try your IMDb yeah, portal, let's, but let's I think you have to have IMDb pro. Let's sign up. Okay. They probably have a free month. We do have our incredibly lucrative Patreon. <laughs> Why won't it end? We can yeah. use some of that money to get in touch, to get an IMDb pro profile, to get in touch with Michael Ironsides, to deliver the rallying cry to support Versecoin. Come on, you apes. Don't you want to invest in Versecoin? Forever. Forever. That's pretty good. Yeah. Come on, you apes. Don't you want to invest in verse coin forever? When when you do it like that, it, it makes it even more alive. It's like I can see it in my head. Yeah. We get him back in the armor. Get the bugs out. And it's he you and me. F- we're Rico and, and uh, fucking. We could um strap on Elon Musk's head or armor, anything really, to one of the bugs. And it's like, we're fighting Elon Musk. We're fighting. Who else is? I don't even know. Larry David? Would he be yeah, fighting Larry Matt David? Damon. Yeah. The thing is, like, the problem with all these science fiction movies is that these nerds never knew that someone as epic as Elon Musk would come along to solve all of our problems. Mm-hmm. Like, what if they're electric cars? He thought of that. What if there were tunnels underground? But they're not flying. He thought of that. They don't fly yet. What if someone bought Twitter? He thought of that. He hasn't done it. He's not going to buy Twitter. I don't think so. Not going to That's happen. too bad. It's such a bummer. That's too bad. Just imagine what a guy that interesting and smart. It's so funny. It's like, I don't really get... I mean, Facebook is owned by Facebook and Instagram are owned by uh, an Elon Musk type guy, and no one's like that's that would suck if you like if an Elon Musk's character owned Facebook. 
Well, look, Charles, we've talked a lot. We got to get to the plot of Ocean's Eleven. So what okay, is, fine. Once I have an Danny idea, Ocean a is great an undergraduate idea. at Harvard University who just wants to talk to this beautiful girl, but he can't quite find a way to do it. And so we make a website, okay? And then what happens is Brad Pitt comes and goes, you know what's cooler than one Wait, no, you website? have to do it. Like, okay, I'm a little scared because it is thundering around us. That's all right. Are we run, safe in we're here? underground. We're safe? You've seen that season of Survivor where he's like, I'm Rupert, and the best way to build a house for a storm is to burrow <laughs> in the heart of the earth. <laughs> yes, that's where we are right now. Yeah. No problems down here. What's funny about uh, reality TV is that sometimes people fail exactly like you would fail. Yeah. And it's so gratifying <laughs> yeah. to see someone fail just like your fucking idiot ass would fail. Yeah. Poor. That Rupert is maybe the saddest of survivors. Yeah, but we're not here to talk about no, Survivor. We're not, we're not. So, Charles, I want to tell you a couple interesting things about a little movie I like to call, and this is my personal take on it, Ocean's Eleven, mm-hmm. a film colon by uh, Steven Soderbergh. Now, uh, original considerations for the cast, okay? Mr. Johnny Depp as Linus Caldwell. Wait, can you, who's that? Matt no, Damon. I know who, okay. Terror, Matt Damon was incredible. Yeah, um, the thing about Damon that rocks is that when he's playing kind of like a shitty guy, it's awesome. And in this playing like sort of an understated, like he's kind of a, just like a, like a, he's not, no one's, no one is being sold to us as likable so much as they're just objectively likable, but he's just like a weird sort of like tight faced weirdo in this. And I, I like it. Yeah. And he gets his little moment. He gets his little moment. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, he's actually good at something. Right. I don't think Depp would have had that same, that moment was really fun for me. Well, the whole thing of him being like the little brother of the group, I think it's very hard to imagine like the space that a Johnny Depp takes up. Yeah. I don't no, know. John, exactly. That's a great point. Depp is huge. Depp has the power of everyone. And- You've seen in the Pirates when he goes running as Pirate Man and he goes, I need some rum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are fun. Flop seeing about. That was a good franchise. I bet he'd be like, what if Linus had a scarf <laughs> and drank wine? <laughs> yeah. They'd that, be like, no, not going to happen, man. I don't know if I would believe... I guess so. So rather than going off because he's a little bit angry, you know the scene in the van? Yes. I guess Johnny Depp just sees a rum mirage in the building and Ooh, <laughs> wanders some off. Some delicious rum in the fucking science building. Yeah. I must have it. So he is... Uh, never mind. I was going to ask about the next one, but I, that's not allowed on this show. It's not allowed. So originally considered for the twins... And no, not a pair of big tits. Well, in a way, a pair of big tits. It was originally Luke and Owen Wilson instead of Scott Kahn and uh, Casey Affleck. That's a beautiful pair of tits. It's a beautiful pair of tits. Those but Owen they had, Wilson brothers. But this is epic. They had another commitment. What movie were they busy making in 2001? If you get this wrong, I'll kill you. Well, it was bottle, 2000. They were making bottle, it in 2000. Bottle rocket. You're so close, but wrong. Uh, Shanghai Nights. Yes, it was Shanghai Nights. <laughs> Famously, Luke Wilson underwent a yeah. deep method acting to play Jackie Chan playing John Wayne. I couldn't tell. It's incredible. I'll give you a hint. It's not Bottle Rocket. It's perilously close to Bottle Rocket. Use your brain. It's Rushmore? Is, are either of them in that movie? I don't know. That's perilously close. Royal Tenenbaums, you fucking shit fuck. Yeah, you're right. He isn't that. They're both in it. I know, but I have a hard time. They're not in Rushmore. Luke Wilson is like a... A de- Grateful Dead fan. That's nice. Yeah, I just he, I sort of lose track of him. He looks like the guy from Lost. He looks like he looks like so many people. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about Matthew Fox. I know. Yeah, he's hey. so good in Speed Racer, and yet also so anonymous in Speed Racer. Yeah, he's, he's too good at playing a masked guy in that movie. <laughs> yeah, 
Better than better than Bane guy. Mr. Thomas Hardy. Um, other people considered for the film. Mr. Michael Myers. Ever heard of him? Oh, God. Mr. Bruce Willis. Oh, God. Uh, this might throw you for a loop. Ever heard of a charming British fellow named Ewan McGregor? Interesting. Who? I don't know. Alan Arkin, obviously, he would be competing with Carl Reiner, and I'm very happy. Look, I love you, Alan. This is just making you, like, this movie could have been so bad. Well, isn't that the thing with all movies? Could be good, could be bad. That's true. That's what we're here for. Could be good, could be bad. But here's the, like, if if any one of those people had gotten the part over the other, this movie would have failed, I think. Well, it would have been fundamentally different. And certainly, I think what we're alluding to without saying is that for a movie stuffed with shit, the alchemy and the balance is unbelievable. It's crazy yeah. that a movie with this much shit in it just feels as effortless as it does. I Here's the thing. I'm going to say something. It's going to silence the room. Should I be quiet or loud? I'll do hubbub. I, on paper, hate this movie. <laughs> It worked. I really don't. I don't. <laughs> you opened a door you regret. Much, uh, much like uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Mm, smell of books. So nice. Welcome to my shop. Can I help you find anything? On paper. I've got plenty of books on paper. I hate this movie. <laughs> Because ultimately the people whole... can't see my monocle went flying. <laughs> yeah, it's shattered to a thousand pieces. <laughs> um, I hate this movie, and I love this movie. The move, the story itself is awful. I cannot stand this. Like, hi, my name is George Clooney, ex-husband, and you, my bitch, made the wrong choice. So come suck my cock again. Wow, you found the most uh, the, sh- the 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 shittiest way to say that. Wait, what? It's just rude. He didn't act like that. He was polite. Right, was that's a my gentleman. point. My point is he's doing rude shit in the guise of being a gentleman. She shouldn't be with Andy Garcia. Well, he's not good for her. Yeah, but neither is he. Does he make you laugh? <laughs> he doesn't make me cry. <laughs> it's it's just like annoying shit about, like, why is she in the movie? Her character sucks. She has no agency. It's a really trash. Like, this is exactly the kind of movie you'd get. When 11 dudes are like, let's make a movie about cool guys. Do you think that they got all 11 of the actors together and they independently said, let's make a movie about cool guys? It'd be great if the cast thought of this and they came to Soderbergh and they're like, hey man, we've got an idea. We've been chatting. We're 11. 11 cool guys. We are 11 cool what guys. What if we were in a movie? Wait, that actually is a great question. If the Rat Pack is five? I don't know. I think it's like there's some staples of the Rat Pack and there's some like ancillary members, like that kind of thing. Yeah. You got your Dean. You got your Frankie Blue Eyes. You got Sam. My brother, we played this uh, Jackbox game. My brother was very proud of himself that he got like four of the five Rat Pack guys. Wow. There's like Harold or something. Harold, famously. Yeah. Philip was like, I know everyone it. loves Harold. I know Harold. Rat Pack Harold. Hello, my name is Philip Bobby, and I know Harold. Yeah. that's a, It's great because so many of our listeners know your brother that that, that roast is going to be, they're going to be like, oh, shit. He sounds just like. Oh, shit. He went there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I, what do you th- like? I just find the whole Julia Roberts element, which is the backbone I slash heart of the movie. Ever since the Die Hard episode, you're now on hyper alert to I'm make not. sure that you're not like on the wrong side of his. Oh, give me a fucking break! I will not, sir. 
What are you talking about? You were because in that you're like mm, this brilliant takedown of a sexist movie, <laughs> and now you're like this movie's sexist. No, I just it's just annoying. Look, here's my take on this movie. Uh, there was something so charming to me about this idea that Steven Soderbergh, who like in look culture goes through cycles, right? Like by the time we get to the seventies, the whole the thrill of filmmaking is all about tearing down the artifice of Hollywood, and you got your fucking you know Friedkins and Scorsese, little Marty Marty Scores. You heard of him? Mm-hmm. Guys like that who are like it's tiny movie isn't big set movie is Harvey Keitel's cock. And everyone's like, "Yeah, that's movie." That was Abel Ferreira. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, you know, it's like, what if Harvey Keitel's cock was in New York? Sure. And it cussed. <laughs> it was racist. <laughs> it and sounds like, like that's a, movies. Sounds like a Family Guy skit. This reminds me of that time Harvey Keitel's cock was racist in New York, and then it does a little skit where it's. Oh, okay, you know. I got it. Um, so then you have Stevie Sodes. Mm-hmm. Who once again in the '90s, after like the '80s again, the, the fucking the big flop flops back over, and all of a sudden, you know, it's it's outlandish, over the top, super steroided out, lunatic, huge filmmaking. Then the '90s flop around, and everyone's right. like, "What if we did freaking? What if Bruce Willis's cock was racist in Los Angeles?" They're like that's that a good Pulp, movie. Pulp Fiction. Ever heard of it? Yeah, I got uh, it. I like this. Can you keep giving me movies the just, flop? Yeah, just, just in terms famous of racist cocks. penises? Yeah. And Harvey Keitel's in that movie. His cock is. Well, he's wearing a suit. He's he's like he's yeah, wolf but man. his cock's like, in there. Hey, you got the Wolf Man. Acha. Yeah. Anyways, I used to love that guy when I was a teenager. Harvey Keitel's character in Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Yeah, everyone likes a cool guy in a suit. That's what this whole movie is. <laughs> it sucks. What if there's a cool guy it in a suit? It sucks that like in 20, like 2015, I still just like a g- cool guy in no, a but, suit. No, but it's all about the flop where it's like, I just finished reading the Meet Me in the Bathroom, the book about the, the aughts indie explosion yeah. in New York City. And after like the reason, part of the reason the strokes were so compelling to that moment in pop culture was we're wearing suits again. And everyone's like, mm. oh, fuck, they're wearing suits again. Sorry, Soundgarden. Sorry, Pearl Jam. Genesis? Genesis, they wore all kinds of Can shit. Can I apologize to Genesis? Why? 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 Sorry, because I'm being sarcastic like you. I want to be just... But why Genesis? I don't know. I just, they didn't That's wear... just a band you thought of at they, that moment? They didn't wear suits. They... Okay. Je... Why Sorry, Genesis? Genesis. Okay. Any moving past the Genesis thing, I don't really track what the Genesis thing is. They, they, they okay, whatever. So Stevie Sodes is like, look, am I a little enfant terrible? That's German for bad boy. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, I thought it meant crummy, crummy baby, crummy baby. Yeah. He's like, um, I make of the movie about literally videotape because I'm a little shit man. I'm a little <laughs> shitter. I'm gonna have like handheld cameras and Peter Gallagher's cock and James Spader's cock and the cocks are back, right? And he's like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm a '90s, I'm a little '90s guy. Mm. And then he makes out of sight, and everyone's like, "Damn, white boy got soul." Is so that, he, yeah. it, with this movie, at, at the turn of the millennium, he's like, "You know what rules? Movies. What if I made a movie that is deeply self conscious?" And 100% about how fucking awesome movies are. And movies like Ocean's Eleven, which are from this era where there was no fourth wall breaking. There was no... It was just like, we're fucking cool guys in suits making a cool movie about cool guys doing a cool thing. And this is not going to be some sort of apologetic, revisionist Hollywood history that's all about being you know revolutionary and different. I'm going to make the most charming, smooth, down-the-middle movie movie about how fucking cool it is to be in a movie that's ever been made. Mm. Good thunder. 
I don't know. The mics aren't going to pick it up, but imagine as I said that very smart, salient thing, freaking grumbly and rumbles was happening. You could just put it on your belly. Vroom, vroom. You hear, I'm, I am hungry. I had a hummus wrap, and I'm hungry. Yeah. Well, it was a while ago. Hopefully this is filling. Well, the basil? Yeah. And you the could tofu? just eat the plant. And the noodles? What if we had them all uncooked separately, like as a statement about food, food mm. waste? Wait, what? You know, like as a How's statement? That a statement about food? Why don't we I don't just, know. Why is wasting food a statement about food waste? It's not wasting food to eat it. You're going to eat raw chickpea noodles? It'll make me fart. Yeah. It'll probably make me uh, feel bad. <laughs> my tummy. <laughs> raw chickpea noodles. It's very hard to imagine that not making my tummy feel bad. Yeah. Don't do it. I'm not going to. Eat them cooked, man. Yeah. Throw them in so the hot water. What I'm saying is this. This movie's all about how fucking cool it is to be in a movie. It's It's... It sort of to me exists like to politicize Ocean's Eleven to me feels like I'm not trying to politicize. I'm not it. saying you are. I'm just saying like I'm just saying it's noticeable. It's like it's yes, it's all about the cool guys in suits. And the problem is that Soderbergh decided, but there's a little there's a little beating heart in this cool guys in suit movie where it's actually about a man who loves a woman. And it's like, you but have but 11 cool guys in suits. He's making a classic Hollywood movie know. that knows it's a Hollywood movie. The problem is classic you know Hollywood movies Deadpool suck. In his movie. Right. He know he in a movie. Yeah. Everyone in this movie knows they're in a movie. But they just don't tell us. Right. <laughs> no, you, I mean like... No, I know, no, but they could update To have this be like sexless or romanceless would be a huge mistake. Yeah, it just... I just it's just sort of annoying it's like I don't care about it but you brought it up and made a point about it no 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 I'm saying I don't care about the relationship and then said that George Clooney said bitch to Julia Roberts which he didn't no but he thought just in the same way he's a gentleman Josh just in the same way he knows he's in a movie but doesn't tell us he thinks Julia Roberts is a bitch and doesn't say it it's not fair to George Clooney (laughs) he's a legendary prankster didn't you listen to my fucking I did you made fun of my big old nose well I mean hey it's a big old dose. It's a big I old. Feel like we have nose. similar size. I was joking. He didn't get a nose job. No. Yeah, but your face is smaller. Yeah, that's true. So I'm saying we could measure our noses. That might be a fun thing. How do we do it? I don't. I'm know. I'm sort of trapped here. The way this microphone set up. Well, maybe not right now. Well, I have because I'm going to hold up my my phone. We have different phones. I, no, but that's you don't. Ah. Let me finish the idea. Wink's trying to get in. I'm going to put my nose. Is that to the end of my nose? Mm, a little farther. Over here. Well, keep the phone where it was. You well, can't just move the, you can't just move the ruler. It's not really okay. ruler. Yeah, that's okay. good. So can I, now we have it measured here how long my nose is. Yeah, that's pretty long. Now you do it with your phone. Which one? I got two. Well, whichever one is more handy, you're holding one of them. Okay, now you put your finger there. Okay. Okay, now we compare the two lengths. Oh, I'm bigger. Yeah, oh, your nose dude. is bigger. Like by a lot. Yeah, Holy shit. Amount. This is eye opening. Yeah. This is a, maybe the most scientific thing what we just did. You know, can we patent that? Is that a th- what you do with science? The phone tape? The phone nose mm, tape? The phone measurer. Yeah. What do we call it? Do you ever Google like an inch to try to figure out what an inch is? Then you're like, mm, it's weird because I don't know the Im- all these different images or not. No, but they make rulers that like know that you're the resolution of your phone so that it knows how big to make it so that it's an inch. Wow. And they know about noses. Um, Ray Fiennes was also almost in this movie. As what? I don't know. Um, this, who's your... Who's... who's? This, uh, that's one sentence of people who were considered for roles. It's not one-to-one all the time. Okay. Joel Nathan Cohen, the Jewish fellas, remember them? Mm-hmm. They almost played the twins. Wild. But Soderbergh was like, you know what? 
Too, too Let's meta. Let's get some actors. Yeah, too yeah, meta. There's some actors in there. I'm so glad they got the, those. Who played the not Casey twin? Scott Conn. Incredible. Oh, yeah. he's the Conboy. Conboy. He is his so daddy, good. His daddy. Yeah, in The Godfather. Jimmy Conn. James Conn. They, they, fucking, they fucking killed the shit out of my fucking boy. He's, um, in, he's sunny. He's also in Corleone. That Michael Mann movie. Yeah, Thief. Yeah. He be stealing. Now, this might shock you. Who almost played... We talked earlier about how before it went to freaking Maddie Dames, it was almost Johnny Depp's. What's another guy who you think maybe almost played Linus? I'll give you a hint. He's from Boston. Really? He wake up early. Really? He pray? He have a, a pray session? He prayed at Catholic God. Oh. He recently played Father Stew. He also is uh, the strangest choice for the Uncharted. Like, I know you didn't play the video games and you really don't care about these movies, but I've spent about 30 hours playing all the Uncharted That's games. it? They're short games, so like uh, nine hours. Okay. Uh, they took the lovable old man who's just like a sort of brash but gentle and kind father figure and then they got mark Wahlberg, to who, who's been like so surgered into looking like he's still 30 it's like, incredible like, what, what if the old man was fuckable and they're like oh like in a sexy way like no like mark no in Wahlberg. a mean way <laughs> in an unpleasant way so mark Wahlberg almost played linus caldwell which honestly in 2001 i'm actually no that, that actually could have worked could have worked yeah definitely could have worked got the boogie nights energy out Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Th- this is at the, the dawn of his era. But he was too busy making another movie. What's the other movie? Hint, it was a remake. Do, do, do. Directed by Tim Burton. Do, do, do. I've never. Paul heard. Giamatti's in it. Do, I don't do, care. Do, I don't like any do, of that. Do, sideways. Do, do, do. It wasn't sideways. Do, do, um, do, 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 shoot him up. Do, do. Boop. 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 The music still go. Uh, Planet of the Ape. Oh God, that was really that old. Jesus, yeah, it came out in the uh, same I year. I saw that movie. What a year for film! Isn't that funny that like what a film year is? We're all that? told that we're, our parents were like our parents and Roger Ebert were just like sequels are terrible, and yet here watch eight Planet of the Apes movies all fucking day on Turner Classic Movies. Do you know what's weird uh, in Jesus. the Wikipedia page for Planet of the Apes and under the See Also tab? It's just list of films featuring space stations. That's not really the poll I would go to for Planet of the Apes. No. There's like a lot Wink, of stuff. Wink needs to come in. Yeah, you got to get yeah. Wink. Okay, I'll keep talking. Um, so this is a movie. They use it with cameras. Come on, Dinkus Winkus. Now, Charles, I have to ask you, did you actually listen to my 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 required reading episode? Yeah, I did. Okay. Did you find the off-screen hijinks of <laughs> Georgie Clune's... He's a bit of a prankster. I know we talked about this. No. He's a legendary prankster. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know that until I listened to the episode, which I appreciated. Yeah. That you made that episode. Yeah, it was good when I did. It was great. So let me argue this to you. George Clooney has a very weird career to me, because basically he, everyone wanted him to be the next great movie star in the classic mold of like an old school Hollywood heartthrob. And in a way, like I never really think he made it that way. And like I would say the fact that he got his Oscar for Syriana, which continues to fucking yeah. baffle him. Like, that movie is not very good. He no, just got but like a little can't. fat, like not even fat fat. He got like Hollywood fat. You can't they don't respect the comedy, Josh. They, they see don't. they see the 
those masks, those half mask, and they you go know, the, the Greek mask, one. Yeah. the one that's frown, the one that smile. Right. They just piss and shit. They treat it like one of those things you get when you're dying in a hospital. Like what? Like a what? Like what's the thing? I don't know, like a chamber pot. You think they only give you a chamber pot if you're dying? In the hospital, yeah. If you can't move, they'd be giving you a chamber pot, my man. If you can't move, verdict's not looking good. Yeah, all hospital beds famously have a big lever that if you pull, it just dumps you back <laughs> into a raging inferno. <laughs> hey, I wish. Yeah, that's that's called Obamacare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, can I try this one on? Yeah, please. Thank you, Mr. Obama. That's pretty good. Um. Okay, so... Other things we have to talk about because I'm carrying this podcast on my shoulders because you've been distracted by your phone and the dog. I'm looking up shit. You're, he's, I'm looking. He's literally Googling shit. I'm looking at Talking it. to your phone. Dude, that's funnier. Not just looking at it? Not just looking oh, at right, it. It's visual medium. Um, okay. So I think this is the what I was trying to say was this is like the only movie I think where Georgie Clunes kind of delivers on that promise where like he is effortlessly cool and handsome and charming and charismatic and... I think this is it. I think this is the pinnacle of Clooney. Because, like, seeing him take apart his own identity for the Coens in various mm-hmm. forms is wonderful. But it's only funny because we're so used to him as this cultural icon that's supposed to be so, you know, debonair I'm and I'm going to quibble a little. I don't think it's only funny because of that, but it reaches a, a, a level of funny that helps. But I think yeah. you could go in not knowing who George Clooney is and find his performances amusing in um, the Roman one. And... Yeah. Uh, He's funny. The Roman one. He's funny. He's a very funny actor, and I love that he is dismantling it, as you said, which makes it even more strange, this suave guy being a total buffoon. Well, it's like John Hammond and Matt Damon, the guys who get like, it's funny if I'm a fucking idiot. He's very good at it. I'm too handsome. Channing Tatum gets it. If I'm a little stupid, then it disarms my handsomeness, and it's charming. Yeah. Wait, they should get, Cohen should get ham. A little ham. Will that be kosher, though? <laughs> They're Jewish. So, uh, ham. Right. Not Even, kosher. But it's got two M's. Two M's! Yeah, I think ham would be a great Cohen yeah. guy. Well, I mean, now it's going to be the Cohen singular, because it's fucking... I didn't like that one. Yeah, you really didn't like it. I still haven't seen it. Is it Joel Joel do Shakespeare or is it Ethan yeah, Shakespeare? I, think, I don't. Who cares? I feel like... I do, because they're both different guys. One of them's married to Francis McDormand, and one of them isn't. It's that one. The one who isn't? No, the one who is. That's Joel. Okay, it's Joel, I think. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, this movie uh, is... It's just like it's just like oil. It's Joel. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the movie was boring. I gotta see it. It's just Shakespeare, man. I like Shakespeare. <laughs> cool, oh, crazy. good for you. I like to read the bard... Uh, Sometimes, you know, media has become so crass and driven by, like, rank sexuality and just, you know, sex sells. If it bleeds, it leads. eating bugs. Eating bugs. Yeah, those Uh, two things. Those three things. Well, three things. I said if it bleeds, it leads there, too. What's that mean? What's with the media? They just want stories about horrific car accident uh, kills 30. Not, Not local man has great bowel movement, short nap. That was you. Well, I'm just saying that's a that's story. You. That's a no, story. No, no, that's your story. No, 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 that's just an example. You just of, find that relatable because it's your story. That's a story. You like they that could one because that's what happened to you today. That's not just sad and violent. You happened that. I didn't have Maybe that. Maybe I did. I didn't have a good bowel movement and a naked nap. I hate that fucking story. And a naked nap? 
I didn't take a nap. I thought you said in a naked nap. I was like, I was clothed, my friend. Oh. I was at my office. I, I was going to strip down. I don't think I want to ever take a naked nap. What? I don't think I ever want to take a naked nap. Why not? Do you sleep naked? No. Well, okay. It's just scary. What if something happens? Got to be ready for action. Uh-huh. Got to charge out into the night or day if uh-huh. taking a nap. If you're napping. Yeah. I just, I need a level of security. You see, you got really emotional talking about naked naps. <laughs> I need, I need wow. a level of security. So no, for me, this movie cashes in on Clooney in the perfect way. And he's just, he's, this is where he seems the most at home. And I love it. Yeah. Have you, so this is a Soderbergh joint. I really liked in the requ- required reading. Somebody asked him that bullshit question about like one for you, one for me, one for them, whatever. And he's like, no, these are all for me. Yeah. So that's a great response. Like, I love that. This idea that, like, that's, this is what, I mean, Marvel's doing it sort of poorly, but that's sort of the idea is that directors don't, if they're ever just doing shit they don't want to do, that sucks, and you can probably notice it. So the fact that Soderbergh is, I would say, almost always hitting, like, when he goes to bat, he's got a, I don't really know how the numbers work anymore, because there's, like, OPS and shit I've never heard of. We could put just batting average and keep it simple. I'd say he's batting 800. That's really maybe, good. Maybe 900. That's incredibly good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, so like, I, yeah, you, it is you funny. You can't get that stat by not giving a shit about a project that you're working on. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I, I liked his answer so much where he's just like, the conditions might be different, but you're always like making a fucking movie. Like, I like yeah. making movies. My absolute favorite Soderbergh, and this is going to sound like the most fucking numbskull film loser response. Skitopolis. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. It's so fucking good. I believe it. Yeah, and it's like Soderbergh just doing something that it feels it feels almost like in some ways oceansy, but not really. But just like he still has that charm, even though he's doing something that's like incomprehensible. And there's just something that, that's the Soderbergh way. The thing about this movie that's so fucking remarkable is that like every shot is just fucking great. Like it's yeah. nuts. Like it's it's one of those things where who wrote this movie? Because it also sounds really good. The momentum of the movie is just so smooth. Where like you know you look at the runtime, it's like a little under two hours, mm-hmm. and like you sort of blink, and you're like half an hour in. You know what I mean? It's just it's just like it's it's like a like a smooth whiskey, like like a freaking yeah, like a, a tall glass of delicious whiskey. I would say it's like um maybe like a Highland. Do you ever think about maybe we should watch a movie with like a nice whiskey and a cigar and just yeah. in a leather bound chair? Well, not leather bound. In a pleather bound chair. Yeah, all the time. Like, I think robes, wearing robes, no underwear, just robes. That's fine. As long Slippies. as I got something on. I, I think about that way too much. Yeah. I'm always being like, Amy. <clears throat> that was really husky. Was, hey, hey, Amy. Can we watch a movie and drink a little whiskey? <laughs> Your dog's getting so excited. Dog like, something is going on. Yeah. Don't lick my feet. This is great having an audience who really understands our bits. You no, know, no. I would say, um, based on uh, what I've spoken to of our actual listeners, this is uh, probably above average response. <laughs> I'm going to take a little photograph. This dog uh, wagging her tail so cutely like a little button. Yeah. That's you, Winkus. Okay, now it's Do you think I should... Energy back up. What do you think? Do you think I should photograph... Well, I'm taking pictures to share. 
Should I photograph the bookshelf case? No, no. I'll no. leave that to the imagination of our I, listeners. I think that for many of our listeners, they've put together in their memory palace like their best approximation. And I would imagine they, they listen to these episodes and they, they like frantically, when they hear mention of the bookshelf, pull out that patent pen right. and add another detail to their list. God, that must be beautiful. I hope to see. So, hope, listener, yeah. if this is you... Please share your, even if it's in progress, you haven't finished your palace of books that is mine. Just send it. And we don't care what your ethnicity is, what your gender is, what your religion is, what your sex is. You can't leave them out now. You got to go through them all. Uh, Only one thing. No Eagles fans, the band and the football team. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Um, No Phillies fans. Joking aside, no Phillies fans. Fuck off. Wait, Fuck doesn't, off. Doesn't your brother live in Philly? Yeah, but Sam's a Mets fan. Okay, good. You don't have to trade in your... They don't force you... They don't beat you down until you're ready? God, living in Philly is like getting beaten down with a shit yeah. stick made out of poop. Huh. Yeah. What? Yeah. So, Charles, let me ask you this. Okay. We got to talk about it. I'm ready. Donnie Cheeds. Uh, I recently... <laughs> yeah. I was Googling I stuff about, about, like, literally the worst accent of all time. Like, no competition... <laughs> Uh, no, there's like I guess Dick Van Dyke still draws a lot of fire for Mary Poppins, but that one I almost I'm surprised like. you haven't given it to Kate Blanchett, right? Oh yeah, for Indiana Jones four, yeah, yeah a, a genuinely awful accent, right? But that's like just so boring. It's like a bad Russian accent. Like Dick Van Dyke invents a whole other England where like no one else has ever. Oh, lived. I'm hopping on clouds with the penguin Oi, from England. Oh, ease. Anyways, yeah. but. Cheeds is t- fucking just sounds like insane in this. And I was reading up on some recent interviews, and someone put forward to him there's this fan theory that it's deliberate. Like it, the, the the guy doing it in the movie, uh, what Breaka Busta Br- Br- Brisket? What's his I'm name? Not coming to your aid. Buster? I have no idea. I you could look. You at didn't my watch phone. this fucking movie. I watched it. No, you didn't. It was very snatched. His name. Anyways, someone said there's a theory that it's bad on purpose and the guy is American doing an English accent. And Cheadle was like, that's so much better than reality. I would prefer people assume that. Because he was like, he was like complaining, like, I couldn't have fun on set. I was like working with my dialect coach the whole time. Oh, that's so sad. It does make you think maybe Don Cheadle's bad at stuff. Why didn't they make him do it? Were they trying to cash in on like the British gangster thing that was sort of also popping up in that time? I mean, I guess. I mean, I, I'm not sure. It's just a miraculously like it's so bad. It's it's terrible. But I want to. I want to believe. I liked it. That so that's the thing is, I didn't know this theory, but I found it to be in, in just charming in the way that the whole movie is charming. Like yeah. as you said, it's a movie. We're watching a movie. It doesn't matter. Like we talked some point about like old movies making people talk in English, but it forced them to like talk in German accents. They're doing world war two movie rather than cast people speaking yeah, the, German, the, the mid Atlantic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's sort of funny to have just like the opposite. It's like, Oh, this, this isn't, it could have just been an American man. It's played by a American actor. I look so scared right now. Is he Don Cheadle? Is Don Cheadle's American. Cool. It's American as American cheese. Yeah. Vegan American cheese. Wild. <laughs> For Charles. Uh, for and, Charles. and they're like, um, why don't you be a, like almost Cockney British man? But not quite. <laughs> <laughs> man, I want to talk to this dialect coach. Like, was Don... Yeah, what a was, piece of shit. <laughs> did, did Don do everything the dialect coach said, or was the dialect coach just bad? 
Um, I mean, it, I'm not sure where the blame falls, but someone should get their fucking. Ass thing is, I don't. No, it's funny. It's it is. A, funny. It's a it funny, funny bit. It's a great bit. It's in the same way that like, what's Brad's always eating and. The twins are always arguing. Like Don's always just doing some stupid British accent for no reason. It's so just this funny. made four hundred fifty million dollars. Jesus, on an eighty-five million dollar budget. Jesus, so this is in like two thousand and one. Yeah, this is a fucking it just wrecked. This is before like Hollywood really opened up to an international market too. Um, it looks like internationally this actually did two sixty-seven. Wow, so that's I mean, huge for that era. It did better than domestic. So yeah, I mean, this was. Oh, it did. I thought you yeah. said it was four hundred. Total. Oh, total. Yeah. Okay. So, but Never mind then. I'm th- probably This wrong. is the ultimate movie where the visual storytelling is so elite, you don't need to know anything. You could watch this like, look, I love that the soundtrack is primarily groove jazz. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But like, this could just be music playing over everything and it would still be as fucking wonderful. It's a visual feast. I'm going to disagree with you, but I'll agree with you. Visual feast, but you're then have to take into account it does have a very good script. The script is great. Screenplay is very good, and the actors are all fucking nailing. Isn't it funny lives. how Brad always do be eaten in this? Yeah, he's like, "What if I was eating a little?" I snack? was hoping we weren't going to talk. Like that's what everyone talks about. For they were not talking about. It. I don't care. Yeah, I don't give a shit. What we should have most valuable snack or MVS. Most valuable snack. Um, I like it when he's just holding the shrimp cocktail, <laughs> eating just like there's something about a man standing up in a suit holding an entire shrimp cocktail. That's so funny. Yeah. Like, if you saw someone doing that, that's all you'd think about for the rest of the night. That man holding... Especially if he's pretty like Brad. Oh, my God. He's so beautiful. But So let's go over quickly, just get out of the way. Because, you know, it is hack, but I don't care. Best Brad eating stuff. Um, Moneyball, when he's just fucking shooting those fucking sunflower seeds. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood, no one made mac and cheese look better than him making gross mac and cheese. What about in Mandy? I think it beats Mandy. Goblin Mac or whatever it's called. I think that's too cute for me. I just like that he's, he's making a fucking craft, a, ba- yeah. a box of craft. I agree. In a disgusting pot. Yeah. Yeah. Man, pots are real gross back in that era. They were. Yeah. You yeah. seen Grandma's Pot? That sounds like something filthy. Yeah. Gra- Grandma's gnarled old cauldron. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Oh, my God. So I, I mentioned the shrimp thing. Apparently in that scene, Brad Pitt ate 40 shrimp. Jesus. You know, they're always like, you know, don't don't eat in a movie. I'll have to eat the whole thing. I think Brad was like, free shrimp? I don't know how long <laughs> oh, because, acting is going to last. Wait, what does that mean? You have to eat the whole thing? Well, you just eat and eat and eat and eat. Because you, for continuity? For continuity. Yeah. So if you're actually eating... Do you think he kept that? fucking up his take so that he could just keep eating? He's like, hmm, Brad, I could have a couple more shrimpies. Yes. Ah, free mm. shrimp. That's, a, that's really... The, you were talking earlier about man who nap, take a shit and nap. Yeah. I love that even Brad Pitt, millionaire with a hundred children, uh, he's relatable in that he will eat free shrimp just like you. Can you imagine who that man was who had the good bowel movement and the nap? I bet he's a special man. Mm. So Donnie Cheats is uncredited in this movie. <laughs> what? What does uh, that mean? There was a dispute over the billing. He wanted to be above the title with with Georgie Clunes, Maddie Dames, and the Pit. And uh, oh come on, Don. everyone's like Don, my man. I mean, you're a good no. actor. But you're not really the star of the show. The lead cast members lived the Bellagio during filming. They each had their own 7,000 square foot villas just like at the Bellagio. Jesus. This is the best ad for Vegas of all time, right? I mean, I've been to Vegas. I love I, I love is a strong word. It's like very, it's it's it lives up to the hype of being overwhelming and shitty and fun at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's You don't see much of Vegas. So Brucey e. Wills was wow. going to play Danny Osh. Wow. Oh, 
Jesus Christ. That, that would have been, been disastrous. Awful. That would have been disastrous. It's very hard to imagine because famously, then I would have understood your comparison yeah. to Die Hard, where it's like about <laughs> another man who really just wants to control his wife. Um, Soderbergh said he deliberately didn't want anyone to get hurt. It's probably the least threatening film I've ever made that was conscious on my part. He didn't want any of the beautiful, cool people. So generous. Except for the little Chinese guy whose fingers get smashed. Ouch. <laughs> my favorite quote in the movie. Ouch. Uh, I I liked, I don't know, we're, I'm sort of musing on MVPs because this, oh, yeah. this is a movie of peas. I don't have like a hot take, but I've got like a, a, like a sizzling take maybe. I don't think, the, I mean, you know, I'm going to briefly bring up Survivor, but you know that I'm like an Aussie guy. Oh, yeah. And in this, that same way. Ozzy like, Osbourne. Because he's good in Black Sabbath and good on his own. Right. He's a survivor. He is a survivor. I do like that there. I like the the physical guy. The guy that can jump around. Jump up, jump his, up, and get down. Because, like, what around. is, what are the other people's traits? No one, like, this is the thing. Normally, the heist movie, you get, like, the driver, the gunman. But you have thief. that. Yeah, but they're like, I like in this movie that the stakes are... The stakes are high money wise, but we're going to be Jim Brown and the biggest elephant's Gerald. Everyone else is just like, you know, you really could replace them with any other suave guy. Suavity is the key. Suavity. I got two contenders. Okay. Yeah. Well, first off, dude, Georgie Clunes had a cake of Guinness installed in his dressing room. That's fucking epic. Wow. Is he Irish? As a charge of Clooney. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, did Al? Did what's his name? Um, G- Garcia get above the title? Andy Garcia? No, he didn't. He's very good in this. I like yeah. playing like a very like this kind of bad guy. Like uh, we will. You have not seen the other. So okay, we'll we'll get a some variants on this on the main bad guy. But I I think he's great in this. Okay, so do you want to hear my my ideas for MVP? Yeah, I'd love to hear some ideas. Okay, here's what I'm going to throw out there. I love Elliot Gould in this. Me too. I think Ruben is one of my favorite characters. He's just like, I love a big sloppy Jew, and this is one of the biggest sloppiest Jews. The world's ugliest robe, the the worst glasses of all time, like the worst haircut uh, anyone's ever had. Yeah. And like, I just, everything he does is great. His his are the lines that really stand out to me. Where he's like, uh, uh, give Damon your number on the way out. I've got some remaindered furniture I want to send you. That's Mm -hmm. a funny fucking thing to say. The great line. Yeah, you're Bobby Caldwell's kid. Yeah, from Chicago. You like it? It's nice. Get in the fucking house. Yeah, that's, that's great. Good, that's a great little scene. Oh. Okay, now Wink wants to leave. This is dogs, right? This is dogs. This is dogs. Well, no, keep... Wink, sit. We're so close to being done. Wink. Wink's got to do a heist of her own, stealing our hearts. Um, yeah. So that's one contender. We're no, we're okay. I'm, um, trust me. No, no. I have the stopwatch going. I was trying to pull a heist on the listeners. No, the heist listeners. We're almost done. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, the, then, so my two contenders are him, and uh, I absolutely fucking adore. Uh, holy shit! I just completely fucking space. Well, maybe you don't love him as much as you thought. That was beautiful. Your yawn voice. So here's your MVP. I'll just go with Ruben. I love Ruben. He's wonderful. He's that I is a spicy Ruben. meatball take. Yeah, he's, he's no one's ever picking him. He's great. But I love it. He's just his manic Elliot Gould energy. I just love it. Yeah. I love Gould. I think. Gould is Gould. <clears throat> I'm going with Andy Garcia's character. Wow. I think as much as the 11 are great, they need a one. 
yeah. to battle against. And right. I think he fucking nails it. I think up until the ending bullshit where he's caught on taping, like, well, I'd rather have a $4 billion than a wife. Then, then he's like, he's sort of the bad guy. I'd but. pick the wife every time. I love my wife. <laughs> I pick her over the $4 billion. Don't ask. I do, okay, Bernie Mac was the other guy I was thinking of because he's too. so fucking good in this. Yeah. He's so he's good. good in this. I mean, I heard, maybe you told me that. So yeah, Soderbergh's not were, making another one because right, he's he dead. Died. Yeah, which is beautiful. I mean, yeah, he's so good in this. Rip, rip to a legend. Rip to a legend. But yeah, I think for this movie, which is when you boil it down, when you boil the eleven soup, and you just yeah. get that, what is it like a shrimp? No, like what if you when you boil like vinegar and it turns into a glaze? Uh huh. So we're just like getting the condensed glaze glaze of oceans. It's not the fancy guys in suits. It's a story. It's a triangle. It's a love triangle, and they really just ruined one end. So it's basically just a love line between George Clooney and Andy Garcia. I'm so lost by this, but I do like it's your, math, buddy. Your word magic. It's, it's math, yeah, it's math, buddy. Sure, whatever. It's geometry. To me, like you know, I love a filmmaker who's like, I'm. We're, we're having. We're gonna tell a fun little story. It's a little magic trick. Don't worry. Just sit back. We're gonna mm. have a nice little time. And this is just like I would watch this again. Like now, I, I, I well, it's just thankfully we'll watch. be watching twelve now shortly. Um, and and listen, we're hungry for for well, hungry. Wait, tummy. I wasn't done. Oh God, come on, man, just let me have my little. You've been talking the whole time. You've also been talking the whole time. You've been talking the whole time. You have also been talking. Roll the tape. Go back. <sighs> We've both been talking. Ah, the smell of books. Mm. I love it. Welcome to my shop. Well, we have to ask, uh, Mister Book. I'm a man of books. Charles reached his hand out and I took it. Yeah. I like took a it. true gentleman. This Good is the gentleman. spirit of Ocean's Eleven. It is. Are you asking when will it end? Fuck no. Absolutely no. not. Not either. I think this, uh, I mean, this is a fun, actually, I had a question for you because I'm thinking about the numbers, <laughs> thinking about the math of the series. 12 is the next one. Should we be calling this, should I number this weird, the Ocean's Verse Part 11 or should I call it the Ocean's Verse Part 1? When I said that my most passionate belief in life is to keep things simple. So you think I should do the Oceans verse part 11, 12, 13, 8. Because that's simple. Yeah, do that. Do that. That's the simple that. version. So I'm very interested in your reaction to Oceans 12. Just, as, just I'm going to give you a little foreshadowing and maybe break one of our unspoken rules. People struggled a little with Oceans 12. You mean actors? or No, like critically. I think yeah. people... I quite like all three movies. I'm interested to hear your take on 12 because they're like, let's do a different thing with it. And everyone's like, no. Oh, the 13th's shit. Like, we'll do the same thing. This sounds like The Hangover. <laughs> uh, wait, was well, it The other no, way around? The Hangover goes completely off the rails. The third Hangover is so strange. It's not. Oh, maybe that's what I. Third? They break format entirely. But that's, that is an interesting. Soderbergh did all three, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This so is, that's. As we'll talk about it more in the next episode, but this is a very tightly controlled trilogy. All three. And I believe eight, he's EP or something. Like th- th- this is not a messy series; it's pretty tight about who's calling the shots. So I'm fascinated to hear your response to Ocean's Twelve. Yeah, I'm really excited to watch it. Well, there's one more man, right? Or is, is what... there? Oh shit! Or is it a I man at all? We'll find... Ah, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, in Ocean's Twelve, uh... we have a Patreon. <laughs>